Hello and welcome along again to the Left Wing Back Podcast tonight in association with Breed Nolan Physiotherapy. Thanks again to Breed for coming on and supporting tonight's podcast. Uh, she is running a competition over on her Instagram page at the moment. Uh, nice little giveaway. There's some lovely prizes there. So uh, check out uh, Breed Nolan Physiotherapy on Instagram and indeed on Facebook. Uh, we're also live here on Facebook at the moment. We're live on Twitter. We're live on YouTube and we're on Instagram as well if you want to. Hit us up. It is the last uh, episode that we're going to do until Championship. We're taking a little bit of a seasonal break. Uh, we snow today. We're supposed to have, actually, we've sun today, should I say. We're supposed to have snow on Thursday. Can't quite see it, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great to enjoy the weather while we do have it for the, I suppose, uh, foreseeable. But uh, anyway, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about uh, GA action. And last week, the club draws were made. So uh, we're very much going to delve into that. Uh, we're going to talk about Carlow Footballers up against Wexford and our very special guest back by popular demand Mr. Carmuck Snackbox Holloway will be joining us in a few moments time John Olin, how are we doing? Good Kevin and you? Not bad Did you like that new music there? That's your for strings I don't know is that of your vintage or <laughs> I thought it was Thunderstruck there for a minute I was waiting for the na 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 Well that was a consideration as well uh, We want to thank the best actually uh, for uh, giving us permission to use a bit of their music. So uh, we thought we'd sexy it up a bit here on the Left Wing Back podcast in terms of intro music. We're always trying to do a bit better anyway. Were they the band from your wedding, no? Yeah. No. Were they? Yeah. Savage. Absolutely savage. Yeah, give them a plug, Kev. They were excellent. Definitely. Even though he was yeah. at the dance room. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Stevie, in fairness, was not with us tonight, was uh, threatening to dance for ages. That was literally his words. I am this close to dancing. <laughs> he said yeah. it for the whole night. Um, or he was actually out for the whole night as well. Which is he was out for the whole night, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, they were yeah. savage. Savage. Yeah. They're different anyway. As they said, they're not, uh, they're not a wedding band. They're, they're a band who play at weddings. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was good night, in fairness. Good day. But uh, yeah, anyway, good. look. Good night, good day. Not that you're meant to say the best day of your life, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Best day. Best day of my life. Best day of my life. Um, uh, good yeah. save. Good save. I'm already in the bad books, so keep <laughs> going. Really me in the bad books altogether, yeah. 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 Although I let her off for the weekend, there was a, there was a hen party on. So good yeah. man. We uh, we went in to check out the car of footballers, of course. Then on on Saturday, uh, they were up against Wexford. An unusual time. Worked out quite well for me, to be honest. It's, uh, we were playing, bless, we were playing at five o'clock on Saturday too, so it was nice to bridge that bit of a gap. Um, yep. Imagine taking your mind off a game of football, go look at another game of football. <laughs> bit crazy, but sure, that's that's the way we are as, as GA people. But yeah. it was a Good really, job. it was a really strange game, to be honest with you, Joe. Like uh, it sounds like pretty pathetic if you saying they could have won, lost, or drew, but that's literally the way it was coming down the home stretch. Uh, yeah, like. How do you, how do you sum it up? I suppose maybe maybe a slow start again, um, and then we went back to what we were good at, which was obviously moving a pace and breaking lines and drawing frees, and we clawed our way back. And I think given the strength of the breeze, that I suppose the fact that we were only cold points down at half time was yeah, we were in a good position that way, having only played well for maybe a third of the half. I would say probably uh, yeah. a half of the half or a quarter. Uh, if you want to be, I suppose, a bit more optimistic about it. But Wexford picked off some great scores in the first half. And I always say, like, you can have the breeze, but you also have to judge it. So uh, Tom Byrne in particular, he, did, geez, he kicked two really good scores off his left from distance. Donald Shanley kicked another good score as mm. well. Um, we had a very good goal-scoring opportunity. Um, 
was it Dara Foley or Liam Brennan actually caught the kick out? Liam Brennan caught a kick out. Dara Foley caught another one. I think it was Dara Foley's one that led to the goal chance. He actually fed Shawnee Bamrick. And Shawnee, like Connor Crowley had come out to the 45 and actually checked his run and went backwards in towards the goal. Shawnee spotted it and literally just had the defender in cahoots. Like he didn't know where Connor Crowley was, he didn't know where the ball was. Slipped it inside, Connor got through. Unfortunately, it went to the left and wide, but it was a beautiful pass. And actually, just so we're on the topic of Shawnee, he did that trademark. You remember Mark Brennan in the 2011 county final against Tin Island? The basketball yeah. thing behind, yeah, behind the back. back. Yeah. But like did so and does so without actually kind of it's very hard to do. You hit it off the back of your leg most of the time. Without yeah. without turning almost. It's kind of like you're not looking and he just bounces back here into your left hand. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how he does it. Um yeah. He's, he's, he's developed this shuffle as well. If he's, if he's spotted that when he's playing, it's kind of like uh, he throws out the right leg and kind of stamps and then takes another couple of steps after. The Shawnee, the Shawnee shuffle. The Shawnee shuffle, it. yeah. But I think, yeah. You're, I think you're right there with what you said, Kev. I, I, um, I, wasn't at, I wasn't at the game, actually. I was down and hit, hit the... I enjoyed the good weather. And hit, I was actually hit down in Ross Lair at the time when the match was on. And uh, I, exactly what... You said there in terms of Wexford hitting the hitting the I think they hit first three points from outside forty yards like so, you know using the breeze and and uh, and and uh, I happened to have, actually I couldn't listen to it in Casey Lark because I couldn't get tune in so I had to listen to it in Southeast when I was down there, but Liam Spratt and I can't remember who was with him at the time, actually said the same thing about Carlo that you know that was kind of their summation when they ran at Wexford, they, they caused bother and when you know when they were ponderous and slow you know it it, it didn't suit them so. I think we saw that during the league, though, Kev, didn't we? Like in fairness, like we have that pace to go, to go hard at teams, like and it, it creates trouble, like and you know you have great runners there. And Jamie Tark hit three good second half points as well, and you know a lot of good, a lot of good positives, I suppose, moving forward towards championship. Like uh, I'll tell you another thing that actually was very well done from our point of view in the first half. We like I'm kind of of the opinion now that one man trying to block off the space in front of a full back line is just nearly extinct because it's so easy to bypass, right? And I think for large periods, this is how it looked to me anyway. That's what we were doing in the first half. But in the second half, we reverted back to more, and some people aren't in favour of this, of course, but the proof was in the puddle. We actually reverted back and got a lot more bodies into the pockets of space. Similar to what Wexford did in the first half. Closed up shop and broke quickly. Mm. And broke very quickly, actually. And I think it suited us a lot better. I think that's where... We have been falling down. I think you can still play expansive football to an extent while having a better shape back, you know, in your defence. I still mm. think that can be done, that you can achieve that balance. You know, it's very hard. Just say, like, someone's running through the middle or whatever, and you have one spare man. He's, he's after breaking one tackle, right? But now, all of a sudden, you're back to where you were kind of anyway. Whereas if you have that line of bodies across... It's very hard, like, unless you just break from side to side, eventually someone falls asleep and you try to go through the gap. That's the holy all of it. If you are a defender in that shape, if you, um, I suppose, switch off for one second, then you're gone. But if you're, mm. if you're constantly in tune with it, it is very hard. And Tipperary were a very good example the previous week of that, where I would say at one particular part, I think it was probably three minutes, I would say, at least, where we just went over and back with the ball because we couldn't penetrate, just literally couldn't do it. So, yeah, I think I think in fairness, it, it was a good showing. Um, we have a very difficult task, obviously, against Loud. Let's not be under any illusions. No. They've just gone and got promoted. And I saw Loud play against Leash going back, whenever that was, I think it was the first weekend of the league. And 
physically like they are just so much more advanced than we are and that's not a criticism it's just reality yeah. of where we're at and our lads are going to need time to get into that sort of shape uh so like but, i think we, we have progressed yeah i think Evan, like if you compare i know when i say make this comparison but i want to reference it with, with kind of from where we are but like like lads are saying like about if you take dublin dublin are in transition and they're you know at their standard of things where they were in terms of you know with, with change in personnel and change of bodies you know and, and you can see that after getting dropped out of division one this year and you know and they look far from all ireland favorite material like they did for years previous as they say and uh it just goes to show at whatever standard you're playing at it be it one two three or four or whatever you know whatever standard you're playing at it's just when, when when the heart is kind of not the heart but when the, the bodies are ripped out of your panel like that in terms of numbers and you're you're trying to you know make big big changes quite rapidly it's it's going to take time you know it's going to take time but there's definitely green shoots like that's it that's what you have to take yeah. them and, and, and work with them you know be positive yeah. jamie clark kicked three outrageous points in the second half like mm. i mean outrageous stuff and for a man i don't know what, what height would you say jamie is is he five nine five ten they're not insulting now well <laughs> i know he's five somewhere somewhere between somewhere between five eight and five ten it's a yeah the leap he has is actually yeah. extraordinary and we saw that of course in the semi-final of the club championships uh, yeah. against rafili when he was up against brendan murphy he was able to get up and, and get a fist on a lot of those you know so he, he was he was great he's so important i think he's like was what i was saying he's he's our best footballer at the moment so yeah key uh, man. yeah and, and hopefully all the lads, you know, we have a clean bill of health going into that low game because we're going to need it. Absolutely. Yep. We will be up against it 100%. Um, so, yeah, look, that's the that's the crack with the with the Carroll footballers. So we have a nice bit to go through in terms of the, the club draws. They were made last Thursday night. And it's mad. Like, while, while we have very good figures on the episodes we've been doing of late, Joe, uh, the club stuff is where the draw is. The figures, yeah. the figures don't compare um like obviously i think that's fairly understandable in the sense that it's relevant to more people the club yeah right so uh i think that there might be a keen interest in this as well uh in terms of the draws that everyone has seen them but uh getting a bit of perspective and maybe where we think lads are how lads are yeah. going to get on or whatever is is definitely something that we're going to delve into and probably a good time to bring in an absolute Character of Carol G. A. to go through. We're only the warm up. We're only warm up for this man. <laughs> Snackbox, how are you getting on? Hi, mate. Not bad, Kevin. Thanks. Not bad. You're back by popular demand. Oh, yeah. Thanks. You may put me in the middle of the screen, Kev. Actually, do you know what? Front and center. This, the middle is, of the screen. this is this is what the people came to see. Let's get uh, that man. Yeah, I'm going to have too. I'm take me off the screen. <laughs> Hey, come here. Um, just at the freezing there, for a second. Oh, you're back again. Um, you got the haircut and everything for it. Look. Yeah, your first, your first divvied up all together there. I can't hear you, Kevin. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you can or can't. This is the thing. Hey, come I here. Can't, I can't. These earphones are not the best. Now. I'm not really an earphone. You have a fine set of headphones. I don't have headphones like that. No. Uh, they're they're an extra extra large set as well when you have a head like mine. Yeah, I became I used to play hurling years ago as well. They could never get a helmet to fit me. That's why it's still great. <laughs> I was wondering I was wondering why you hadn't played doing a hurling for pal for so long. To be no, I nearly got caught to play one night already, but no, thank God no. Yeah. Um how was life with you? Were you in Cheltenham? No. 
I wasn't. I wasn't. No, not ever for crowds anymore. I just stay at home in the sitting room watching. Yeah, yeah. You've been to a few of them, I'd say. You're, you're, you're oh, yeah, you, of course. You, you show you away from like. Yeah, that's a freaking hard to Jesus, what? Fucking taking hour to go to the Thailand in the place. What one is in there? <laughs> it's a labour of love, though. It's a labour of love. Mm, uh, probably, I think, probably. I actually think you're missing something if you're not there. But, uh, no, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Well, this training session didn't go on for too long. I'd say you must have done half a session, did you? Or was there? No, a they let, let me. Yeah, they left me off early there. I was told them I was doing this. Oh, yeah. Media duties. Media duties. <laughs> exposure, yeah. exposure for the club snack. Um, yeah. Come here. Can I just actually bring something to the table? Because I don't know if we've actually delved into it much, right? But. What Palatine done this year, I thought, was a great concept with the, the A-team competition you ran. I think it was A-teams anyway. It seemed yes, to be more, yeah. more successful. Yeah, it was good cracking that, but probably a bit drawn out. Two groups of four, so better there. I think it was eight week, weeks in a row. It's hard going. Maybe two groups of four. I think that's the plan next year if it goes ahead anyway. Two groups of four would be kind of a better thing than playing seven games. It was good success, though, in fairness, yeah. I think the, the big thing there, Snack, would be come junior a and junior c time if you're holding on to one or two lads that came to play that tournament then it's a roaring success isn't it yeah yeah it looks like that now to try that's the main aim to try to get them lads back together and play a bit of junior so it looks it looks like we played a junior practice yesterday morning there so there was a few of them there but yeah that's the plan anyway in fairness yeah yeah just getting all right in the junior i'm sorry yeah we played greg in a practice there it was all right i had some text and one of the greg lads there after was saying I think we lost by a point or something, but uh, he said, you're not too bad. He said, that was our fifth team who takes me back, so that was nice. It's just the first team not too good. I don't know how to have a fifth team. He said, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, he must have been a bigger layer than you, saw. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, one notable name that stood out for me, uh, Adam Kavanagh. I don't know, did he end up playing too many of the games? Kav, Kav's the very same age as me. He was an unbelievable no, Adam Cavanagh, no, there was an Adam Cavanagh playing that, but it's a different Adam Cavanagh. Right, okay, so it's not Cavanagh. It's not the Adam Cavanagh, you know. Yeah, he was a great footballer. I don't even know where that chap is now. I think he could be in Dublin or somewhere. But, well, he was a great footballer. Yeah, he won. He was had them two minor teams that won the back to back minor. He's a good great player, yeah. yeah. strong chap, wasn't he? I mean, he, I he remember was. him even in sixth year in school. Jesus, he was like a man, like, you know, he was. Yeah, yeah. Adam, yeah. I remember him, yeah. He was, he was a. You're looking at him as a six for Carlos Seniors, like, you were at the time, 100%. You know, but sure. look, how, many, how many lads like that do we talk about though? That's the but nevertheless, even if, the, if there is other lads that have come back and not played for years, and I know there was a good few, if you get them on board for the Junior C, sure, Jesus, or Junior A, whatever it is, just get them playing, participating, like, isn't that the whole of all of it? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Snack, I think um, what we might do is delve into the draws. So, are you happy or sad with the senior draw? I'll tell you, I'll tell you after the first streak. I don't know. If you lose your first game, you're kind of bothered, isn't it? Like, so. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I, well, Rangers are a decent football team, so like, I don't know. You'd be hoping to be. You wouldn't be sure of meeting anyone here. They'll be hoping to be us, though. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I can make one or two saves again them last year. Oh, Jesus, they weren't. I think it was to go down to their shoot when I wasn't really my goalkeeper. They were broke from South Smart in fairness. But... Yeah, well, do you know what, right? I, I need to... I need to bring up, we had a, a comment underneath the Instagram post there earlier. We had a little video of your uh, goalkeeping heroics. We didn't know whether it was uh, Gianluigi Buffon or James Clark or, or who it was. 
but anyway, it, there was a comment underneath it said, in fairness, it was only Feathers taking most of the shots, and I won't say who it was from. Yeah. Feathers is a good listener of this program, but <laughs> I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, but, ah, so we're trying to kick the letter off the ball, really, weren't I? I don't know, I don't know what the work, but anyway, they still beat us. Anyway, they, beat, they should have beat us off the pitch, and they beat us for playing. Yeah, but like, to have that in them, sir, like, you know what, right? You could actually take what we say about Rangers and they play it every year for the last five years, and you'll probably be a player for the next five years as well, I would say. It's just, they, they infuriate me, like, because you can actually see how close they will be to win the championship. Oh, yeah, they're a good side now. Good, big, strong side, yeah. If it was their sole focus, like. Uh, so, from Pal's point of view, Pat O'Flynn is out there, so that was a, a very interesting one. Probably one yeah. that not a lot of people would have expected, even though... His involvement with Muckley and St. Martins and stuff, you know, obviously there's a good bit of football pet up there. Uh, but that's 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 interesting. And another lad that I know quite well, Killian Rogers, out there as well. Yeah, yeah, two lads are kind of doing the team there. Yes, things are grass, they're only getting going, like more or less. They're only starting out on the pitch there now. So. Uh, the lads seem to be happy with them anyway. So, missing lots of players still, then, Kevin. They won't have a panel together between Connor Crowley and Connor Lawler with hurlers and footballers and lads away. And, it's very hard to get lads together lately in Pal, but sure they're hoping to have them together for the middle of summer anyway, hopefully. So. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something there about... Uh, it's actually going to be headed. It'll come back to me in a, in a few seconds' time. But, oh, yeah, that's all. Sure, of course. Yourself, are we going to see Snack playing senior football this year? You told us last year you might play another Junior C game when you played the whole senior championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the way it worked out, Craig got hurt and Luke Hickey was hurt. There was no keeper to play. I didn't want to play at all. But I had to play. I wouldn't be surprised if I have to play again. Craig is still not training yet, but he must be. I, I think he's due back, like, but I don't be surprised if I'm playing again. I hope I'm not, but I don't be surprised. Yeah. Hey, stand in there for another few weeks because Craig is actually building a website for the left wing back at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, that? Every, every time I go onto Twitter, he has hands in orange Guinness or yellow Guinness or some kind of stuff and I just that's the yeah. man I don't understand for myself yeah, yeah. Oh, he's busy busy in fairness no he is working on a left wing back website yeah so, a good land in fairness yeah yeah that'll be that'll be interesting hopefully when when we get to launch it that we can actually have written content as well so we'll be able to read what Snack is saying as well as listen to what Snack is saying so <laughs> we might actually give you your own column the, the snack attack, or if anyone can think of a, of a, of a pun, actually, uh, send it into us here. Uh, and you can comment, of course, on the stream. We're on Facebook, as I said, Twitter, and on YouTube. Send in your comments, and we'll try to get to them if they're, if they're going in and accessible. Sometimes we don't see them at all. But anyway, lads, we, <laughs> we'll go back to these draws then, right? So, in the Senior Football Championship, in one group, we have final time on Insta Rangers, and we have O'Loughlin and Rathbilly. O'Loughlin are going to play Rathbilly in the, in the first round. And... Uh, We've kind of touched on it briefly, Snack. Like, I think the broader issue here, and it's something that we have spoken about for quite some time, obviously there is a graph for the structure. I'm personally not a fan of it. I don't know, I can't remember what Joe's thoughts were on it, but what's your thoughts on the structure? On the two, like the, the four, four, two groups of four? Yeah, and, and top going through and second and third playing third and second, and only one team losing. Now, like, so in theory, just to give you an example, we would have seen it last year. Where a team lost two games, drew one, and still got to a quarter final. Like for me, that's in twenty fourteen. In twenty fourteen, Ratvili lost their first two, beat Kilbride in their last group game, and won the championship. In fairness to them, right? So yeah, what do you do? I have really no opinions on them things. Like what you could play a group of eight, probably the right way, but 
the split season thing as well. I think it's unfair that I don't know. Is there should the footballers have got to go first this year? No. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. We we kind of championed that last year, Joe, didn't we? That we should maybe toggle it because whoever actually goes and wins the second competition, they're obviously a lot closer to Leinster Championship than whoever wins the first quarter, we'll say. Like, so the Hurling the last two years, I know we didn't have a Leinster two years ago, but last year we did. And I, I firmly believe that definitely went against Rangers. So mm. it was voted upon though, Joe, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Was. Yeah, it was. So, maybe I suppose that fair weather for the Hurling, maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it was voted on though. It wasn't just something that was, uh, it was definitely looked at. And I know all proposals were looked at. They were looking, even on about kind of looking at the, you know, the, the, the two weeks on and two weeks off sort of thing, you know, in Hurland, you know, like we used to do before. But I think it was voted on and they went with it. Uh, I, I was surprised it wasn't it wasn't flipped on its head, all right. But uh, it, in fairness, it was a democratic process there. Um, oh, there was I a vote on it, Joe. Sorry? There was a vote for the split season to be the opposite way around, sir. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I'm not sure of that, was, but yeah. there, was definitely, there was definitely a lot of discussion on it because we would have seen... You know, there was a couple of different options in terms of a calendar floating around in terms of dates and start dates and, you know, competitions and so on. And uh, there was a bit of talk around, you know, about it in fairness. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a done deal. So they've, they've looked at it right. again. But uh, I think the two groups of four, Jesus, if you had one group of eight, it'd be awful dragged out, wouldn't it? You know, in terms of like, it'd be you know, seven That's weeks. It'd be seven weeks for it to play. To, yeah. yeah. At least first yeah. once, you know. Hard to know. It's hard to know. I mean... You'd be hoping in, in two groups of four that every match is, um, you know, every match means something. You know what I mean? That there's no kind of dead rubber games, you know, which might happen in the end of the other one. But if you'd one big group. But uh, I suppose you have the anom anomalies, like you said there, where you could lose one or two games or, you know, get two draws and a loss and maybe even get through to a quarterfinal. And who knows where you go from there. But I suppose you get to the knockout stage, it's like everything, whether you top the group or whether you're, the third in the group, you're it's knockout football, then and you, you take your chances on the day, isn't it? Like, you know, that's it. Yeah, I think you could look at it from the point of view of one plays two and two plays one, and just get rid of the quarterfinals, have third safe, and let four play fourth in relegation. And that way, you're kind of cutting out that laggard and as such. Like, uh, you the other thing you could obviously do is, and I think we spoke about it last year, is adopt the winners versus winners thing and losers versus losers, like to do in leash which you could still do and incorporate the league into it a little bit too because like the league lads is a joke like, let's be honest about it in my opinion it's a joke it's only my opinion i i just don't see a situation where like, relegation not being a thing i just don't get it like i think there has to be some sort of a an uptake in a bat where you have i always use the right example that was such a benefit to them in the in the late noughties in getting up to senior like they won a division one league i think uh, or else got to the reason why they got promoted. Uh, you know, so just you've a dog gone mad there, Snack, have you? Yeah, I want to just let at the door here. No one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll take you backstage for a second. That's what we'll do. <laughs> that is the choice of it. That is the choice of it. This is why you bring this man on. Yeah. This is why we bring this man on. All action, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, action, action, man, indeed. Yeah, indeed, I suppose. Yeah, the league, the league. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, tying in the league into it or whatever, and. Yeah, so, yeah, I suppose, look, yeah, it is something to consider in terms of, uh, you know, the, the the kind of the connection or the whatever, the lack of connection or whatever you want to call it with the with the league and the championship and where you're playing and so on. Um can be hard but for does, some does teams also, in the league. So, sorry, does it also place, in, I was talking to somebody about this, Eddie, 
there's a place and importance on teams to feel because at the moment it is an easy out to give an occasional walkover uh, if you want it. And I know teams have mm-hmm. done it up and down, right? So like it cuts that out. If that is a part of it and if relegation is there, you know, maybe you think a little bit differently about it. Yeah, like I know, moment, I know. What I is think, it at the moment? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I suppose some teams do find it hard. Like you mentioned, without picking, like some clubs are sending a lot of players. Um, am I thinking, again, I don't, I don't like picking clubs in particular, but thinking of, say, if you have Rangers there, so you have, you're supplying maybe 10, 12 lads to a senior hurling panel and you've under 20s, you know, whatever hurlers and so on. There's a lot of bodies gone for league matches. You know, it's 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 hard to get the right thing. It's hard to get the right fits. You know, some clubs are, you know, blessed with more bodies or not. It's hard to get the right, you know, it can happen. Like, you know, it can actually genuinely happen where bodies are tight on, uh, tight for games. You know what I mean? And uh, But uh, I do see your point about, you know, Kilbride and the benefits of it. Like a good league system is important. Like, you know, good for blood and players and that, like, you know. But, yeah, uh, it's brought up in the in the sense that maybe you could tie it in. But even if you didn't want to tie it in, I still think maybe uh, our championship probably could do have been looked at. But anyway, look, it's it's it is what it is now. Talk, no, you're no. back, boss. Back. Are you with back. Us? Yeah. Uh, some lad looking for a few bob, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, no, just uh, a neighbour there was looking for a chat. And, uh, oh, all right. I wouldn't watch the joke, so I ah, look the snack. We were just shooting the breeze about structures and all that, but we have our structure, and that's it. We may plow on with it, right? Um, that's it. So, look, when that first round comes around, O'Loughlin and Raffili will be a nice game, and that's a that's a big rivalry. Uh, the other group, obviously, then you have Herog uh, and by the sound Gales in the first round, and then Valerbana versus Tin Ryland. Um, I'm interested now to see. I, I'm going to make the first ball shout of the year, right? Because Ballinarana have the advantage now of a second season, which they hadn't the last couple of times they got promoted. I think they're still up again, do all right. Uh, I don't know what you're thinking or seeing. Very early, I suppose, to be saying anything like that. But any observations at all on the other group? Yeah. Well, yeah. There, definitely, there definitely doesn't look like a team who you'd say that they can't do any good in the championship this year. Like, you know, it's a fair point to say that. Are Ballinabran after losing five or six players? Did I hear that? Or you say you don't know how true things are to the league starts, but definitely they did definitely, yeah, they, they can definitely be competitive, definitely, no doubt about it. I was in Pretoria unlucky a kind in ways last year in some games, aren't they? Sure. Yeah. They have like it will, it will be an interesting one and you're dead right. Um with the with the with the teams in it. Like you'd be hoping maybe like will Tin Ryland will there be a bit of a kick in them, you know, will they get that get a consistency going? You know, going back there, we mentioned, uh, like, we know Rangers, there's always a kick in them, you know, like, O'Loughlin, we're seeing, I was seeing a few green shoots with, a, you know, they went through a little bit of transition there, you, with people were kind of writing them off, and there was, they were talking about tired legs, and now there's a few lads starting to come through again, you know what I mean? Um, Bagginstown Gales for another year, you know, they're many years up now, senior, playing senior football, and giving everyone a right rattle as well, so you, I know what you're saying, like, it's, there's less kind of uh, nailed on certs, as I say, in terms of matches. You know, it it, it looks like to be an evener championship again. Like any, you know, in terms of the the gap, the gap is is closing in on with where the eight teams are. You know, um, I'd say I I, don't, I didn't hear anything about Ballinabran in particular about losing players, but it will be an interesting summer across all championships. We're just talking about today and work there that 
uh, you know, say the first summer back after COVID, really, and um, you know, with younger lads and travel and you know, J ones and you know, playing Big hurling and football in Canada or wherever America and you know, it's like that. Like, it'd be interesting to see what what clubs are hit by it. You know, what will what will happen where? Like, you know, there's three years worth of students going on J ones, like. Mm. So I'd say every club is going to get hit. So who's going to get hit harder and the rest is, is going to be a big variable. Like I would know yeah. just just say working from uh, a cluster point of view, there's a good few intended on going away. Yeah. Do you know? And and do you know what? Fair play to them. They didn't get yeah. the opportunity to go on the last couple of years. So you know, I think that's going to be quite prevalent in parallel leash and all over the country. That's just the way yeah. this summer is going to be. But uh, look, we we will do, we'll delve into the other draws there as well. Um, yeah, obviously, I'll move on to the, um, what do you call it, the intermediate in a minute, but I had to just jump straight to, there's an element of bias of this with the junior A, because a more horrendous draw I don't think you could get from a Lockler Bridge point of view. <sighs> the Ryland's second team, who were in the county final last year, and Clomore, who were just down from intermediate, and the Fighting Cox, who were just down from intermediate. Uh, Lockler Bridge played Clomore in the, in the first round, and the Cox played in Ireland. Uh Jesus, you hear that? You hear the current group of death, like that's that's death by a thousand, whatever you call it, that end of that decking term. I can't think of it now, but that's it's a it's a queer tough group, right? But mm-hmm. funnily enough, I, I could still see a result being got there. I could still see a result being got because I am absolutely delighted to see Damien Farrell in charge out there. I think he's a great appointment. He's after working with Kilbride. He's been with Airog with Joe Murphy for the last few years, and it was a very important appointment that had to be made. And I think he's gonna do a good job out there. So we wish him the best luck, but that's a raw one, lads, isn't it? At the same time, like Yeah, it's a tough group, isn't it? You, you mean you have you've have, uh, you have contenders there or, or teams who are you know who would, would fancy their chances. Yeah, it is a tough group in fairness now. Um, they look to be the top four teams, aren't they really? Yeah, yeah. Or am I really thinking we're in Rayland in the last two junior finals? No, I'm trying to remember yeah. COVID and you're you know yeah, so they follow as well. Yeah. So you're you're you know, it's no easy ask there, is it really? You know, it's, there's no that's going to be a dicey game, like you know, but uh, it's going to be a dicey group, should I say? But I suppose there's the benefit of having your your three teams coming out with, like, you know what I mean? That or or the downside of it, like you said, the the, th- the team that could come third in that group would probably still fancy their chances as much as probably the top team in the group if you were going kind of on you know, going on on paper at the minute, like you know, so mm. it will be strong, yeah, it will be a strong group, yeah. Snack, you've battled in the first round and then by the sound Gales and all Auckland are over there as well in that group. Like, yeah. You're a bit happier about that side of it. Probably, but I wouldn't be that happy if I came second or third having to play second or third in the other group, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't be saying that live now, should I? No, but sir, like, let's be honest about it. Like, that's the fact mm. of the matter isn't it like there's uh, <laughs> i'm glad you said it because everyone thinks it anyway they just don't bother their whole saying it yeah, publicly it's true. for some reason because uh kuhuruism and all that shit and afraid lads will be getting on to you and ah stop i don't i don't i don't buy you uh so intermediate football group one calavin tonigal versus grange in the first round and the blues back down of course they'll take on kilbride and over in the other group fenna and tolo and michael will take on erog um, Joe, I'll come to you on that one. Being a fan of man, of course. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure we're playing. We played Tolo in the first round of junior, was it a couple of years ago as well? So we would have played him last year. Um, 
I think they'll be they'll be looking to have a right cut off Fenner this year. I think they were very disappointed with how they played last year in the McGrath Park. It was in that we kind of opened them up a little bit. And uh, I'd imagine they'll be looking to stamp their authority on the game a bit earlier. Um, they put up a good show later on in the championship um, and they're building out there. A good crop of miners there coming through from is it two years ago now during the county minor football final. Um, so they'll be looking to consolidate. They, they, they won't have much fear of Fenna, if you know what I mean. Like They'll, they'll fancy taking them on there. Um, you'd probably be imagine Fenna will have enough, you know, enough to hopefully maybe come, come maybe top that group or you know they'll definitely come over you imagine and but I, i'd say tolo tolo will give them everything especially in the first game um and if you wonder then with the blues like on the you know in terms of the, the intermediate football they've lost a couple of players you know i suppose lee walker been been a, a big one there a big hitter for them and they've lost i think one or two more maybe transfers there as well so it'll be interesting to see how they if they bounce back other years now when they had a full hand you know, they used to kind of go down and come back up again, or they'd be very strong and give it a right rattle. But it'll be interesting just to see what their their kind of mindset is there as well. Uh, in, in that, um, so yeah, it'll be it's going to be a good championship. It was very very even last year. Of course, they're rogue as well. Um, you know, sure they're never they're never a bad team. You know what I mean? They're 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 they play a good brand of football, and there's the you know a perfect nice mix in terms of lads on the way down, maybe from senior and lads coming up through, then younger lads getting a go as well. So. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of teams in the mix in that championship. Yeah, and I think uh, Michael and their is are feet obviously of last year's yeah. final. So yeah, it's nice one, yeah, uh, Michael as well. Like that's what I mean. Like it's it is even like uh, yeah, nice one, nice fixture to start off with though as a first rounder. Like so, uh, Junior B Championship in Group One, it'll be Aero versus uh, Calvin County Gall, the first round, and then Set Mullins and Van Lebrana. I fancy Set Mullins to win that championship, lads. Want to put out here again? It's an easy one to make, of course, but I think they will go for yeah. Junior A. Uh, in Group Two, Fenna are going to take on Michael and then you have Rafili against Aska. Junior C then, the granddaddy of them all, Dr. Bridge versus O'Hanlon in the first round uh, in Group 1 and then Trailer versus Zero with Fallon having a bite. And then in Group 2, Clumore versus Pal and the Fighting Cox versus St. Patrick's and one of the Rangers having a bite. So, yeah, that's the crack on the football side of things. So moving over to the Hurling then, we actually start with a junior hurling. So uh, that is going to be a league system with top four teams going to the semi-final. Rangers versus Nave Reid in the first round. Michael versus Bourne Rangers. Carrotown versus Palatine. And uh, St. Mullins will have a boy. Uh, the uh, Intermediate Hurling Championship, the Pack Foley Cup, of course. That's also a league system with top four teams going to the semi-finals. First round, it's uh, Nave Owen versus Carrotown. I think it's uh, St. Mullins versus Bonas Rangers and Bagnestown Gales versus Bagnestown Yeah, That's what we're looking at there. Senior Championship then for the Willie O'Connor Cup. You have a league system there again with top four teams going into the semi-finals. I won't say again because that's actually, you know, I think, when did it change back to that, Joe? Two or three years ago they had the four teams, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. Um, before that they had first going into the semi-final mm-hmm. then second and third. Sorry, yeah, second and third kind of playing a quarter or something, was it? Right, saying that. Uh, oh, first no, one to the final no. actually, one stage, the second third play the semi final. Yeah, well, we've, yeah. Yeah, we've had this was with Nebri coming up this year, we've six teams now, so yeah, makes yeah. it very, makes it a competitive, you know, it makes it very competitive again. So competitive, but having the extra team up makes, yeah, for more games. Is there, is there a team to be relegated in the senior hurling this year? Five plus six, or can no, no, in hurling in, in generally, they're trying to. I suppose bring up more ideally i mean like remember 
what, 10, maybe well, it's more or more than that. He had like, you know, you could have eight teams in, in a senior championship, two groups of four, you know, a good number of years ago or not. Well, not that many years ago. Like, geez, I remember, say, Carla Town. Yeah. yeah, I remember Carla Town drawing with those over in actually and killed that in one year and they went through to a county semi final in 2008. Like, and there was two groups that year, like, as well. And they breed were flying and 2007 was it? I can't remember. But yeah. Um, you know, so I suppose they're trying to encourage all teams up. You know, it's harder harder to get down than it's easier. It's uh harder to get uh get down than his get up in Harlan, like you know what I mean. So, um, and I think Neil Breeder Neil Breed will be encouraged by last year coming up. Like they'll they'll fancy their chances there now to give to give any of them a good rattle as well. Like you know, um, it'll be interesting to see how how they manage. You know, manage the bodies again in terms of the clubs. You know, in terms of the. The football, you know, obviously with with Neil Breed, um, Chris Cross, and a couple of football clubs, it'll be interesting to see how how it all works out. Like you know, in terms of the logistics again, and um, I think the split season, all like they're the real benefit, they're the real benefactors of that. Like where you be hoping that when they're hurling, they're hurling, like you know what I mean, and and that they, they get a run at it. I think that was kind of a problem before, where it was kind of week on week off, and you know, kind of a bit messier for them. So I'd imagine you'd be hoping that it, it, it suits them. Uh, this this way out the split season, like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they're going to be competitive. I think it's uh, a good time for them now. If they had got promoted going back three or four years ago when they won the media, I would have said no, not no. a good time. But I think now is a pretty good time. So they're going it to play. Yeah. Saint Mullins in the first round. One of the surrenders will take on Bidenstown Gales, and everyone will take on Ballin Killen. Uh, Snack. In terms of the the umpire, um, have you been out much lately at all? I know you're with Pod. Um, no, I'm just. I was with Pod. Maybe who was like we done Waterford and Port and Leash in a in 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 Walsh Park about a month or five weeks ago. And I'm just getting onto Pod again. That he's not getting any of the big games anymore. You know, he's you're on about getting teams up the ladder. Pod is going back down the ladder. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're saying that with a lot of mischief on your face, mate. But uh, do you know what? I was actually I I give a shout out there. In fairness, um. Patrick Murphy was on Kieran Murphy's new podcast, uh, Across the Four Lakes podcast there, and I listened to it last week, and it was absolutely brilliant, the the refereeing aspect of it. And he mentioned Pod, like, and he, he felt that he was very close to getting last year's all or hurl final, and that he's actually quite close in general. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I feel snack. I, I don't know that I said this to you last year on this podcast. Maybe I didn't, but it has been said at other stages that I don't know if the, the pundits would be as hard on him at times if he wasn't from Carlo. I do believe that. Um, he does get, uh, he, a few times there he got terrible stick, like, and I, I didn't think it was justifiable at all, to be honest with you. You know, for sure. It's just one. Yeah. It's kind of the default. Like, I mean, there was, you know, I, I've seen it there today. I don't know whether you read it about the, the awfully goalie coming out and, you know, talking about kind of. The referee, and then he decided to have a swipe at you know Maggie Farley, the you know the the lady who was doing the the lines person, and you know I think it's just a, I think it's a kind of a you know it is it's sometimes a default mentality in terms of Osh or what would you know about what you're only from you know or your only X and Y what would you know about it like you know I I I think sometimes there can be there can be that mentality in terms of uh, officiating and and and. Um, you know, even with stuff like that, that 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 there can be that kind of thing from pundits or players or you know whatever that they kind of they can default. Uh, you know, so what would you know about sort of thing? You know, um, yeah, the, term, the terminology today, Joe, was 
uh, trying to make a name for herself. I think yeah. like Maggie Farley has already made a name for herself in a good way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I I thought it was very poor. So, I thought, I thought it was a bit, yeah, I thought it was a bit cheap. Uh, I wouldn't, I thought it was, I thought now, that lad, you know, you'd be hoping now, this evening he's looking back at that, whatever, he put, whatever platform he put out on Twitter or wherever it was, or wherever it was, and kind of saying, oh, geez, like, you know, maybe. Do you know, was, do you know what I'd hope, actually, because I, I have a lot of respect for him, right? I think he's a great chairperson, Michael Dyden. I, I would hope yeah. that he would look at that and think, no, that's not right. And just it's not, you know, back. it's not a reflection of, yeah, no. just not a reflection of awfully, yeah. No, no, yeah, I think it's a good reflection. No, it, yeah, you'd be hoping that would be the case, and yeah, a couple of, a couple of shout outs, lads, just changing subjects. So, uh, Orla Mullins, daughter of Mark mm. Mullins, that captained the Cork Senior Hurlers and formerly of Arizona and Bidenstown. Uh, Orla, captain of the Cork Minor Kamogi team, uh, in action over the weekend. That's a, a serious achievement. Um, uh, also. Katie Nolan, Kenny Senior Camogie player, formerly of Nave Bree Camogie Club, All-Star Senior. Mm. Uh, so well done to, to both of them. That's that's serious going, serious trucking, in fairness. So like they're we're there talking about getting judged because of where we're from and stuff. And yet there's people with strong Carla roots doing extraordinary things like that. Yeah. Remember, I remember Mark Mullins, I remember watching the game. Remember the when he captain Cork, you know, Jesus, you know, I was out you know, back on ninety 95 96 96 mm-hmm. yeah i remember i was down in limerick um we, we, when i say watch the game went down to it like we're you know in college at the time and finishing up college wherever we were and uh uh just unbelievable oh you'd be so filled with pride even if that's you know what i mean such an honor for a lad to go down there and to but you could see that uh, you know and i remember him you might remember but he, you could see that by him uh when he was hurling like up here he was just magic like you know what i mean magic you know but like, like you said, black cat, black kitten, as I say, you know, with the, with the, with the follow through there, you know, it's fantastic and uh, it's brilliant. Um, just a couple other positive little things there, Kev, as well. The minor hurlers had a good win as well. Um, puts them back into shake up. You'd imagine it might come down to the last game in that group as well. I think to have uh, without dismissing Derry, I think they're hurling Derry next, but I think Derry, they probably should. Um, Manage Derry, and then it might come down to head to head between themselves and Westmead in the last group game to see who goes out. If Antrim don't slip up, um, it, it probably comes down to that last game. So the minor hurlers seem to be on a bit of a roll. Yeah, our, four seventeen to one twelve. It was a good win against Mead in fairness. Was our, our under twenty hurlers were out at the weekend as well on on uh, on Saturday two o'clock in Netwatch Colin Park against uh, Westmead. So that'll be an interesting one. You know what I mean? Um, be interesting to see how how that goes. Uh. Westmead will be decent enough at minor level. I know things sometimes don't come through, but at minor level, that corresponding team were, were, were pretty good. So, you know, it'll, it'll be a good game. It'll be a good game. I know the lads are working hard, the 20 hurlers and that. So, you're hoping there's a good support in there from. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Snack, any closing remarks before we let you go? Not really. What else can I say? <laughs> yeah, tell us where you got that top anyway. I. I... Tell you, my mother bought it in. Um, she was away. I don't know where she was. She said to me, "It's time you lost a bit of weight now." She bought me an Asics top, and it's lovely and light, but I didn't lose any of the weight yet. So. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was something you wear to a rave or something like that. Looks like I was trying mm-hmm. to get. Like, I was trying to. Trying it's good to when you're I'm walking. It's good when I'm going for a walk soon, maybe, so you can see me walking up the road in the dark. You know? We'll see you at your picnic. That's where. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with a cowboy hat or something along with it. Uh, yeah, who can? Snack, thanks for jumping on, all right? Cheers, man. No better, man. No better. Yeah. Take-
so, likewise thank you for jumping on appreciate it okay. uh, yeah looking looking forward to renew, renewing rivalries in, in a few weeks time when championship comes yeah All exactly right. yeah yep okay Thanks, Chat to you soon. that's where we leave it on the uh, left we whack ga podcast for tonight we thank our sponsor bridge and physiotherapy once again just a reminder check out regional physiotherapy on instagram and on facebook there's a competition on instagram which i'd say you're just about have time to enter um so we thank bridge for coming on board for tonight's episode another couple of things um we launched the irish f1 show in the last couple of weeks and that's been absolutely flying it uh check that out on on spotify and apple there um if you want something to listen to i think everyone's nearly an f1 fan now thanks to drive to survive we just had to give a little plug there as it is our uh, sibling podcast uh, thanks to you, the listeners and uh, the viewers, over uh, the past um, number of weeks during the league campaign. We're looking forward to uh, jumping back in for the championship. As you said, if you do and have enjoyed what we're doing, we have a Buy Me a Coffee link. It should be in the post there. Uh, not compulsory, but if you like what we're doing, you can support us for the price of a coffee. That's where we leave it. Um, we'll have, as you said, a couple of weeks off. Looking forward to covering all the championship games. Uh, Joe McDonough, footballers against Loud. Lots to get through, lots to look forward to. But until then, Take care.